Podcast, and welcome to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. No, Lonnie Stevenson. Reagan Stockweather. And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. And we are back. So, let's do a little recap of the current situation, and then we can dive right in. <laughs> current. Wow, true. Uh, Last session, the boys were on the main uh, central hub of Erebrer, the king's court, speaking with the druid king of Erebrer, who they'd managed to convince to allow them to go to Marquan, the, the dwarven mining city and help defend it from an onslaught of invaders who seemed to be trying to break through Marquand's, like, massive rock walls to get to the the many precious minerals um, and metals that are mined there. You managed to convince the king that you, that, that you could be the uh, extra forces that he'd been looking for to send to help reinforce Marquan and headed off there along with Alden, who asked to come with you under your uh, your mutual suspicion that Dr. Retval might be involved in the onslaught on Marquan. Um, pretty much as soon as you arrived, you found that the mining city was indeed under attack. Um, only a few minutes after your arrival, a massive drill burst through the rock wall, allowing for an onpour of Lithios troops, including some uh, like massive metal constructs that came along with them. Uh, You joined the battle and helped to turn the tide in Marquand's favor. This initial wave was repelled and Lithios called a retreat, going back out through the hole they'd made and the drill uh, sort of pulled back and fell into the ocean um, as it intended to. It was clearly an intentional movement. It didn't just like fall. Um, Yeah, sorry. Man, that would have been awesome (laughs) if it just fell unintentionally. That's it, guys. They totally fucked up. Not sure what happened there. Um, But not before you all glimpsed a familiar silhouette that looked suspiciously like Dr. Retval um, through the drill's front windows. Very distinctive rat-like silhouette. Yeah, however... In the midst of all of that, um, a Duragar man who looks suspiciously like Reagan um, has climbed up to the ledge where the the four of you had been making quite an impression with your magic and Finn's terrifying otherworldly form. What about our brute strength, Hannah? And your brute strength, yeah, your power. <laughs> um, but let's. Finn did hover up from the ocean and then <laughs> crumple himself into a ball to go inside a robot. Yeah, maybe a little bit more impressive than. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I forgot you did your fucking squimch thing. I was a formless lump of flesh. <laughs> yeah, but what about in the podcast? <laughs> and. This this Dordogar man, who you can presume to be Railthor, um, is 
now standing standing on this ledge with you as as the battle dies down as the drill falls back into the sea as you see the the forces of Marquan start to celebrate repelling the initial attack and also assess are there more coming what's going to happen next um you see this Duragar warrior is has no eyes for the rest of the the rest of the activity around him, but is just staring directly at Reagan. Like, uh, uh, it's like, it's like looking in a taller mirror. My God. Funhouse. Mm. You're going to have to set the tone of this conversation, man, because, uh, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know where to go. For I, Reagan, I think that's him. I mean, I haven't, I haven't. <laughs> Who? had a lot of conversations with long-lost sons either. My, oh. you look just like her. You've got her, you've got her, her hair, her, hair, yeah, her eyes. Ugh. Hmm. Hey, hey, Finn. Yeah? Finn, when you met your mom, what did you do? Oh, uh, let me see. It was, well, actually pretty similar. Yeah, she also showed up when we were in the middle of a fight. This wasn't that long ago. Um, I told her I was proud of her. I'm not sure if that applies here. Uh, but I mean, he's a pretty formidable warrior. Um, I told her I didn't miss her, which now that I think about it, maybe was a little harsh. Uh, and then she gave me a sick trident. Did you ever meet this guy at all? I forget. No, I've never met him before in my life. I'm just named after him. Ask if he has any tridents. Did he ditch or did your mom ditch? He ditched and then she ditched. Everybody ditched. Well, yeah, but like, did he ditch her first? Like, is this like a fuck you, like... He knew about you and just ditched, or was this like a, hey, this guy didn't know he had a son? Good question. Hold, please. Uh, <laughs> did you stick around until I was born, or had you dipped at that point? Uh, also, do you have any tridents? He he shakes his head and sort of like he's, as the three of you had this little sidebar, he's kind of been <laughs> like wiping some of the blood off of his war pick. Sort of, he, he's pretty like, clearly he, he was in a fight before he crawled up to you guys. So he's still like covered in battle wounds and sort of, uh, there's also a bunch of, from all these constructs, there's a bunch of like oil around in this, uh, in this battlefield. So that's all over the place as well as the blood Ooh, malachi scoops some up and <laughs> bizarre thing to do <laughs> oh yeah i start rubbing it on malachi's joints <laughs> um, but he he hasn't really taken his eyes off of reagan um and as you say this he kind of gets like a pained a pained look in his eyes and he's like uh no it's a long i i didn't mean to go off and leave i assure you i <sighs> yeah we've all been there well, who who are uh? No, keep talking to your son. <laughs> no, no, who are you? <laughs> Ignore us, I say while wiping grease on Malachi. We're not here. Yeah, no, no, he he's got a point. Uh, I also I can't say I have any tridents. I have this war pick, and we've got plenty others uh, where this came from. I whisper to Reagan, "Don't worry, we'll get you a trident." I don't want a trident. Oh, okay, more for me. Yeah, no, that's your that's your thing. Uh, shut up! I'm trying to. Have, can, <sighs> <clears throat> Dad? Yes. You want to try it again? Get more Dad. confident? No, with no, it, it feels weird. Feels weird. One, yeah, you can yeah. call me Rail Thor if if it's all right. Uh, uh, what can I? Can I? Are you Bucko? Uh, so uh, that's not his name. This <laughs> is uh, this is Finn Fisher, son of the Lurker. Uh, Hi, cultist. 
I am still in my form of the lurker, so I look like a horrible monster man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's normally a little cuter than that. Mm. And uh, this is Malachi Kassir, traitor to the Empire. Uh, nice. A lot of other good stuff about him, too. Hey, that's a pretty good start. Malachi glowers suspiciously a little bit. And, uh, well, uh, they call they call me Reagan, because uh, when I was small, I couldn't really say the whole frail for internet, and then just kind of got <sighs> shortened, because not a lot of people could read runes anyways, and so... No. So it's just... Yeah. Reagan. Hey, yeah. that's a... A fine name, and I'm glad that she did tell you that it was Railthor, and I, I wasn't... <sighs> yeah, I mean, she she gave me this, and I pull out my, my focus necklace that <sighs> has the tooth and the hagstone mm-hmm. that has the name scribed on it. Mm-hmm. So... He takes a couple steps closer, like he wants to, like, hold it. I hand it to him. Yeah, he like rubs rubs his thumb over the stone and he's like, oh, I remember I left this, told her to give it to you, told her I'd be back in a few months. And then, uh, well, I, I did come back. I did. Um, we had no money, you see. It was a, uh, I... Let, let's make sure that we're not about to get attacked by another yeah, wave do you wanna, like, of like, soldiers. We can, we can table this. Yes. Um, we can table this until we're like in a... Perhaps. Uh, Alden, Alden, come here. Come here. Yeah. Alden's been like... Is he tagging him in? He's kind of over toward the edge of this like ledge that you guys were fighting mm. on, sort of like looking down and toward the hole where a bunch of... Already you can see that a bunch of the forces from Mark Juan are like going over to the hole and like starting to like drag the rocks that were smashed through and like starting to block the hole so that it it won't stop an actual onslaught at this point, Mm -hmm. but at least it would make it harder to get through. They're sort of erecting this makeshift barricade. Um, Alden like looks over his shoulder as you come up, Reagan, and sort of raises an eyebrow. Come here. Um. I rush over to the barricade and cradle Eponine in my arms. (laughs) (laughs) The, the water from the ocean splashes over her. She's like, oh, rain. <laughs> oh, it'll fall of rain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I beckon him over, and if he comes over, I kind of like... You all right? Put my arm around his shoulders and cast uh, Cure Wounds. Oh, wow. My little wings come out for a second there. Uh, rolled a one. Um, I thought that counts. So he's just gonna get a cool, a cool five uh, HP, but hopefully it zips something closed. Yeah, you see him like straighten up a little, and you see one of the like the gash uh, across his chest that like sliced through his armor um, knit itself up a little bit, and he's like, "Thanks." Uh, is that your dad? Yep. Uh, did, did, is father? You could try father, father? Pops? Pops. (laughs) I don't know if that's... Uh, Does he have a title? You, uh, this is, uh, this is Alden. Uh, Nice to meet you. He and I were in jail together. Yeah. I'll unpack that later. That's true. (laughs) I lean down to the dying woman in my arms. Not the only thing they were in together, if you catch my drift. Um, Railthor's like, I'm not sure if I should be proud of you or disappointed. Um, 
but... Yeah, uh, there's a lot of things I'm not sure if you're going to be proud of or not. Um, but we'll get to that. Hey, I'm, I'm pretty proud of you for surviving the, what's it been, 24 years? So, it's no small feat in this ocean. 24? <laughs> I don't know. All right, sure. How old did you think you were? I don't. I'm, I don't really think about it all that. I. I, I thought this was. Hey, do you even know his birthday? No, I wasn't there. Damn, I also don't know my birthday. Hmm. Sorry, Reagan. I well, tried. Well, we could make it today. That would be kind of cute. If, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um. <laughs> now, my resume says I can play 18 to 30. So. <laughs> you see that. Einkill, the bard who teleported you guys here. Wow, I forgot about that guy. Um, he like swings down from a, a higher ledge coming down on one of these ropes that seem to be the main way that people do vertical movement. Kind of like- An elevator rope. Yeah, there's like- Like a fireman pole? Yeah, they're like fireman poles um, <laughs> and like rope ladders and stuff like that, that everyone, everyone that you can see is extremely strong here. No one else just jumps. <laughs> Hey, not, there's no combat right now. No need to. Finn uses the dead body he's cradling to block his shrimpy biceps from sight. <laughs> Finn, would you put that down? I just really feel a connection with her. I don't know what it is. You've got a girl in the ocean, Finn. <laughs> Why is she wearing that stupid hat? Never insult a lady's hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, like, alights next to all of you, um, and nods to Railthor, kind of like claps him on the shoulder and is like, uh, looks like, looks like they've withdrawn for the time being, probably going to regroup and re, uh, make, make another assault, um, in, we don't know how long, but they don't look like they're approaching right now. Was there more than one of those drill things? Not that we've seen, not that anyone's seen. It looks like that's the main, uh, the main tool, and I suspect if they had one of those, they'd have burst through the walls with it already. Um, so maybe it just got here. Um, but we're going to regroup a bit, telling everyone to block the hole in the walls best we can to uh, bandage their wounds, be ready for when the next attack comes, because it will probably come sooner rather than later. Yeah, uh, right, sorry. Uh, you're not like a charge here, are you? No, I'm passing on the, the message. Who is? Einkill uh, points up at the room that you guys like smashed that down. You left <laughs> out of through the window from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I think uh, take me to you later. <laughs> uh, no, we have information uh, that would probably be uh, useful to whomever is in charge of this whole shebang. So we should probably do that first before we have our little, you know, heart to heart, right? <clears throat> Right, Mal? That's, like, right. Yeah, we definitely need to go up there. <laughs> All right. I'm kill nods, and he's like, Thurik, Thurik has the most, uh, we're not really, uh, we haven't a need for a standing army before this month. Um, so Thurik was the one with the most, uh, the most security experience. He got a promotion, so he's, uh, up there, and he, po he points up to the room that you guys smashed through the window and jumped down from. Oh, was he in there when we... Probably, yeah. Oh. He was sort of directing things from up there. So, he... Oh, so he knows that we're badass. <laughs> yeah, Einkel's like, listen, sm you're allowed to smash through windows if you then proceed to shoot lightning everywhere and turn into a deep sea abomination and slice robots' arms well, off. I didn't so... do either of those things, so. <laughs> Sounds like you're in trouble, Malachi. <laughs> 
So Einkill leads the whole group of you and you see like around you, the Marquan forces are like, uh, you know, bandaging wounds, moving bodies, um, both the like the bodies of the, the fallen defending warriors and the uh, Lithiosian soldiers that were killed in this. It was there were definitely quite a few casualties on both sides. Um, you see that those who can just kind of catch their breath and bandage their wounds are doing so. The more seriously injured are being sort of taken up to these like caves and passages deeper into the mines. Hey, Hannah, do I recognize any of the dead bodies? Ah, uh, that's a great question. How close are you looking? <laughs> I mean, like, we're, we're on our way upstairs, so I'll just look at the ones that we pass. Yeah, so I think like a... There's no one that you recognize from, like, a casual look, but if Malachi is, like, looking at them to see if he recognizes any of them, then give me a perception check. Maybe it's best he doesn't try and do that right now. (laughs) (laughs) So Malachi Malachi does some, like, glancing down and sees... He glances, but he doesn't let himself look too closely at any of them. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you you make your way up the stairs that you um, ignored before. (laughs) There sure are stairs. (laughs) I just fly directly up and go back through the smashed window, because I can still fly. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You can still fly. Um... So Finn gets there before everyone else comes into the smashed window. There's a definite, like, momentary, like, some people, like, whip around and point crossbows <laughs> at you. And then other people who are paying more close attention to who's on what side are like, no, no, no. The 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 scary looking aberrant uh, man is on our side. We're pretty sure. Yeah, I'm the cool kind of monstrosity. That is a scary looking aberrant boy at best. No, no, remember, he, he kissed a girl. Ah, oh, shit. They grow <laughs> up so fast. Also, it's foolish of you to think your weapons could harm me. Uh, <laughs> um, the rest of you walk up as this conversation is happening. Um, you see that uh, Einkill, like, leads you over to where um, you recognize Hefor, one of the others who come with you, and, and Bera, the other one of your of your little trio, are already up here talking to a very, like, wide, broad-shouldered dwarf in armor. He's got a helmet on, um, but you see that his hammer is still, like, slung slung across his back. Um, he's got a, a concerned frown on his face, and you see he's listening to, to Hefor and Unbear as they're telling him something, but he's, like, looking. His gaze is trained past them, out through the windows, down at the the hole in the wall, which is now being kind of shoddily patched up um he glances over as you all approach um and gives like a nod to Einkill and Einkill's like Thurik these are uh some of the reinforcements from from Erebrer um and you see that like uh only reinforcements well behind you guys there are these like the the like fey knights that Well, yeah, that's us. That the king sent with you, um, who are, like, still, I think, kind of making their way up, um, sort of helping helping with some of the people who are still down there. Uh, Thoric, like, nods to you and says, Welcome. We appreciate, appreciate your help, although we were sort of hoping for a small army, but um, from what I could see... Uh, of your performance in the battle, it looks like perhaps you can match a small army on your own. Or a large one. <laughs> yeah. mm. 
How large do you think? Because I don't know if you saw how many um, soldiers were coming in through that hole, but uh, functionally, we're 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 small to tiny army at best. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Speak for yourself. It's better than better than nothing. I'm at least a fleet. I'd rather overestimate than underestimate. Einkill's like they said that they have some information about something. He sort of looks expectantly at you. Oh yeah. Uh, Mal, how about how about you go first? Um, because you know. You know, you know about the Lithiosian military and stuff, and I, I just know, you know, the gory details on the. We know that they're after your resources. Yeah, I mean that much seems evident, but we also know some of what they're doing with those resources. And we know who you're up against. Hmm. Like we fought him before, and uh, Mal here was uh, was in the Lithiosian military, and so has insider information. Uh, I bet they think traitors are really cool. Like I bet they think traitors to the Empire are like hardcore. So will you stop saying traitor? It sounds good. It doesn't make me sound trustworthy. It makes you sound badass. Uh, so he can tell you a bit about their, you know, maneuverings. I mean, and all. I wasn't. I was... Finn, you see, is whispering to, like, another guy standing there, just being like, oh, yeah, this dude absolutely broke the vows he swore to the military. He hey. just walked off like they were nothing. <laughs> no, no. It was awesome. No. He did not keep his word. Hell yeah. Shut up, Finn. Thurik crosses his arms, and he's like, all right, all right, I don't have a lot of time here. We're going to get attacked again any minute. Who, he, like, points at Reagan, and he's like, who precisely, we don't know who's leading this charge. Who are we up against? <clears throat> right, so uh, you're up against uh, a little rat bastard by the name of uh, Dr. Corvin Retvall. Very powerful rat bastard. Hmm. Uh, he's a real piece of shit who, um... Wizard. Yeah. Mm. Seems to have, like, a thing about, like, experimenting on people. <laughs> um, mm. We'll get into that later. And uh, basically, he's like, an, he's like an arcane engineer, I guess would be a polite way of putting it. And um, he's essentially mining and repurposing magic. So that's how they got a gigantic drill that can go underwater and smash through our walls. And and those big the big metal guys, the mechs, that would be that would be one of his yes. and he's probably after like your your diamonds especially. Um, you know, yeah. anything that can be a focus or a component in his uh his work is what he's gonna be after and he's pretty he's pretty well armed. Um, you guys go ahead and give me insight checks. Nineteen. Nineteen also. Whoa. I rolled an 18, but that comes to a 23. Oh, okay. Cool. So all of you catch, as you, like, start to say, like, they're probably after your diamonds, after, um... Aren't we all? You catch a, like, series of exchanged glances. Um, Thoric, like, Thoric's gaze is pretty steady. He's, like, now that he's given his attention to you, he's continuing to look directly at you. But you see, like, behind his back, Ambera and Einkill, like, look at each other, and Railthor, like, raises his eyebrows and shakes his head a little bit. Um, and with those, those insight checks, you guys can interpret that, like, they think he's after something else, something specific. They just don't want to <gasps> tell you. Do you have a cube? They're after his lucky charms! <laughs> Hey, you don't happen to have anything else that they might be interested in, do you? <sighs> Any powerful magical artifacts uh, with mysterious origins and purposes? Anything cube-shaped? Would that change the situation if we did? Quite possibly. 
I guess not immediately, just sort of raise the stakes a little. Um, he continues just like leveling you with that steady gaze. And then he says, there are many things that we have mined um, that would be best to keep Lithios's hands off of. We can't let him get your Bitcoin. Exactly. <laughs> the computer processing power we're using on that is insane. You thought it was warm down here because of geothermal energy? Nah, man, that's my server farm. You guys notice that actually in the back of this, there's this massive bank of computers. No. <laughs> oh, this guy's going to buy some supplements for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Thoric, like, uh, nods in agreement and says says that about there being many things to keep out of out of the Empire's hands. And then he's like, well... And he, he, like, raises his voice a little bit so that you can see there's a number of other people who've gathered around here. Um, the Arabrare knights have come in at this point and are standing toward the side of the room. And you see Thorek says, the number one thing that we need to do is to get rid of that drill. That thing can smash through. There's no point in us building this barricade if a drill like that is just going to crash through it again it's just somewhere sexy to lay your corpses so do we he turns to einkel um and he's like do we know where this drill went um and einkel and you can see that his like his eyes have this this slight like silver sheen to them that wasn't there before and this almost like sparkles in them like he's casting clairvoyance or scrying or some other spell that's allowing him to see outside of Marquan. yo this guy fucks is he hot i hope i'm not related to him yeah yeah he is like he's like bald and has this big beard um is he less than half my height yes Hmm. (laughs) that could work in some ways but um he frowns and is like "Uh, we can it's not not where I can immediately see it, but give me a few minutes. I can have a an answer for you. Finn, ping, ping the fish. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, down there. Anyone see where that huge drill went? What's what's your range on talking to fish? Oh, it's 120. If I'm too okay. far away, then I'll fly back down and check with them and then fly back up. Yeah, the, the fish that are in here, you can talk to. Um, and they're like, oh, it went back out into the ocean. One second. I fly down to the bottom of the pit so I'm at the surface of the ocean and try again. Okay. Um, yeah, you can, you, you, you put a call out to all the fish that are sort of within range and they're like, oh yeah, it uh, backed up a little bit, like away. We can't see it. But if you like went over there, the other fish that are around there could tell you, I bet. Uh, Okay. <laughs> I, I swim over that direction. Yeah, so basically what I'm saying is you you know the general direction of, or the, like, general location of the drill. Um, okay. You do some investigating fin and some asking the fish without getting too close. Um, I will say from from still, like, within safe waters, you can talk to the fish and they're sort of like, oh, yeah, it, like, it's back there with a whole bunch of other underwater ships and like above water ships Uh-oh. and soldiers and stuff like that around it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Are you having a good day? Um, 
I mean, I've certainly had worse days. I'd say it's like, okay. Whoa, yeah. we're having a pretty bad day. <laughs> oh, well, let me see if I can't brighten it up for you. Wow, thanks. And so I swim back and fly back up to the control room. I was like, okay, so two things, three things, really. One, uh, it went that away, and I indicate the proper direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, it is now currently at rest, surrounded by a whole bunch of other underwater ships and above water ships. Oh, uh, no other drills, though, at least. Uh, three, were you planning on doing anything with um, the soldiers that we killed? <laughs> like their bodies? <laughs> Um, the, the thin <clears throat> Marquan forces sort of look at each other and Thorek is like, we hadn't really gotten that far yet. Probably we'd just do what people normally do with enemy combatants that are killed. Ah, uh, is that tossing them down into that hole into the water? So some, Awful. so some very helpful little fellows down there can feast upon them. Um, <clears throat> Thorek gives you like a little bit of a confused look and is like, probably return them to the sea once this is all over okay uh sounds great uh and you know maybe you could like season them a little too Mm. okay we'll do i don't know what you're doing then this seems terrifying looking and we'll deal with this later listen there's a bunch of maybe carnivorous fish down there who i would like to thank for their help and i think there's no better way to do that than with a snack you see, Einkill sort of leans over to Railthor and is like, I don't think our fish are carnivorous. And Railthor's like, maybe they could be. They've been having a rough day. <laughs> hey, sometimes when I have a rough day, I really just want to eat some bacon, you know, like. The fish eat people. Or I don't know, listen, maybe not bodies. If you don't think the fish are carnivorous, if you've got any sort of stuff that fish do eat. Okay. I've learned that fish are very food-motivated creatures. Back to the, to the matter at hand. We, we need someone to disable that drill. I think it would be best if we could send a group to get inside in some way. Malachi long-sufferingly raises his hand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, just, it's, it's gonna be us. He wasn't looking at you guys. He was, like, looking at Einkill and... We can all breathe underwater. Finn is already standing at the smashed window about to leap out of it again. <laughs> he was looking at, like, Einkill and Railthor like he was going to, but then he sort of... Oh, that's a way to kill a dad if I've ever seen one. As soon as you say we can all breathe underwater, he, like, looks back to you and is like, can you? Because that is a, a major barrier to any of us getting to this under... We can't breathe underwater. Yeah, we can all breathe underwater. Oh, yeah. Uh, Finn can, you know, commune with all of the creatures of the sea and is also the son of huh. one of the more powerful and terrifying sea gods. I have a lot going on. Oh. He really does. And, uh, yeah, we've we've done this kind of thing before, so... Regan wants personal revenge on this guy. I don't... Let me have some mystique here. <laughs> oh, uh... I want personal revenge on this guy. I also want personal revenge on this guy, goes Alden. <laughs> so, while we're all... Me too, I guess. Yeah, all right, all right. I do want personal revenge. All right. <laughs> I don't. I certainly don't like him. Thoric is like, well, that's uh, a good motivator. If you're willing to go, you take a moment. You all look like you've... Well, who, who are you going to send? <laughs> yeah, are you just going to, like, drown some guy? We have spellcasters, but if their resources can be used elsewhere, our cleric's third level slots are much better served on healing the people who are dying than on casting water breathing. So... Spell... Spellcasters underwater 
boat attack. What are you asking? <laughs> I was just trying to spell the word scuba. Mm. Uh. <laughs> um, Thoric, Thoric is like, take time, bandage your wounds, and then let us know if you need anything. Hey, can maybe you guys bandage some of our wounds? I only have so many slots here. Mm, yes. Um, he, he waves to a few, you see like a sort of, so like back in a, a separate room from this one, but another room in this like, this complex that looks more like an office building than a war center. Um, but there's another room where this like, uh, like triage center has been mm-hmm. set up and he like waves over one of the clerics. You see this like kind of harried looking dwarven woman with this, uh, holy symbol of Moradin, the god of forges and dwarves, this, like, minor, uh, one of the, the younger gods. She comes over and sort of, like, rubs, rubs her hands together and assesses all of you, and will cast a third level cure wounds on Alden, a second level on Reagan, and then a first level on the other two of you. So Alden gets back 16 hit points. Um, Reagan, you regain... 10 hit points. And then Finn, you get... The max amount. (laughs) Oh, wow, true. She goes to cast the spell on you and Nurgle, like, soars in through the window, goes, ah! And you see the the light coming out from her hand, like, knits your wounds up even more. And she, like, looks looks a little startled. And and no one really knows what to do with you, Finn. They're all very appreciative that you're I'm a great patient. Yeah, yeah. Um, Finn conjures a lollipop out of fair. Uh, and Malachi, you regain eight. Uh, what, is, what is the max amount? How much did I get? Eleven. Nice. Thoric, by this point, has sort of said, like, let us know if you need any other resources or what we can help you with. Um, and he moves away to deal with something else about the crisis currently besetting his his home. Um, you see uh, Railthor sort of um, claps like both Reagan and Malachi on the shoulders. How? Does he jump? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. He like he reaches up. He's got Slenderman arms, and it's like your shoulder blades. Um, His arms drag along the ground like an orangutan. <laughs> no, no, no! My dad's hot. <laughs> Malachi looks at Reagan and like, I'm not his son. Finn looks on jealously. <laughs> yeah, Finn is still slimy, and so no one wants to touch him. I look, I look expectantly at Alden. Alden kind of shrugs to you, like, oh, I guess this is what we get for standing on the ends. And Railthor is like, let's not uh, sit around in this room with all this activity. Uh, come, come this way. Yeah, got a place where you can get a drink. So he he leads you all down, like back down the stairs, and then sort of like back into one of these mining tunnels. Um. As we're, like, crossing the chamber, I want to take a moment and, like, when no one's looking, just, like, kick one of the bodies into, <laughs> into the hole that leads to the ocean. Finn, they might drink out of there. Sure. Um, there's enough activity that you're able to do this. Uh, the fish that, like, live in this little central pool are like, whoa, what? <laughs> Another one! Make sure to share! What? <laughs> are we, can we eat this? Sure. Maybe. I don't actually know Whoa. what you've got going on, jaws and digestive system-wise, specifically. Can you just carnivorized fish? Aren't, aren't most fish kind of, like, fish aren't herbivores. I don't know, man. 
No, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, I think most fish eat other smaller fish. Hang on. Yeah, but they've never eaten a person. They can nibble. They just take a little bite. Maybe all these fish are exactly the same size. <laughs> the majority of marine fish are omnivorous. Yeah. Aha. So they they are are experiencing a new experience, um, but they're kind of like, whoa. And then one of them, you hear Finn as you're starting to walk away, you hear one of them go, well, guys, maybe we can. <laughs> I'm so proud of them. Um, some snee, snee snails. Snee snails tend to be herbivorous. Snee snails? Huh. But uh, everybody else is an omnivore. So the sea snails down here are getting screwed, but <laughs> everybody else. Hey, at least everybody else is leaving the salad bar alone. Everybody so. else is gaining a taste for human flesh. So good job, Finn. <laughs> um. Now that's my kind of cycle. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Railthor leads you guys off into one of these, like, mining tunnels that go away from the central, like, open room. Um, you see that there are, like, these, like I mentioned, like, tracks that have mine carts on them, um, pickaxes leaned up against the wall, and, like, most, like, mining equipment has kind of been tossed to the side and clearly been laying there for a little while as everyone has had to learn to uh, do war instead. Um, but there are still kind of like stuff stuff around here. Um, and he leads you back to a, not, not too far away, but far enough that the sounds of everyone dealing with the aftermath of the battle gets kind of quieter and muted. Um, and you can just sort of hear the like drip, drip, drip of the caverns. Um, and he leads you into a place where the walls uh, widen out this sort of cave um, with these stalactites and stalagmites. Oh, not this shit again. And these, like, this this gemstone vein of these, like, green emeralds um, or something that looks like that, these crystals, uh, kind of, like, running through the Malachite? wall, seemingly mostly untouched. Um, it doesn't look like malachite, ah! <laughs> but it is green, <laughs> um, running through the wall. Malachite raises arms like, hey! <laughs> yeah. And... There are some, like, crates and chairs and stuff around here, as if this is a place where people will sometimes come to hang out. Um, and Railthor sort of, like, pulls a crate and uh, levers off the lid of it with his pickaxe and pulls out some, like, bottles of dwarven beer. Um, and he's like, not too much. We don't want to dull, dull the senses, but I figured we could all... Use it after all that. Okay, dead. Do you have any lemonade? I don't have lemonade in my crate oh. in this cave. No, sorry. Finn, I'm sorry. I mean, I've had beer before. It's just not as good. You have? I had a life before you. I guess you did. Wow. I just fucked up. Can you believe this shit? You've met my parents. You've been to my hometown. I know. It's <laughs> weird to think about. He hands the drinks out and sort of like sits down heavily on one of these one of these chairs and takes a swig of his his own beer and like looks at you again Reagan and shakes his head and he's like you know I looked for so many years I was looking everywhere I went and then I really I had no idea the ocean is such a big place hold that thought yes so I can slam one of the beers first, and then we can talk. <laughs> right, carry on. 
you know, I... I I was a sailor. I don't I don't know what you've been doing with yourself, but you you look you look like a sailor. You were a sailor? I was when I was younger. I so I I I was born here. My my father worked these mines and his father worked these mines and my mother worked these mines and her mother worked these mines and but when I was when I was young, I I wanted to get out and see some more of the ocean, so I I did. I I hopped hopped on a merchant ship and uh, spent my time making my living that way. Um, and it, you know, it was grand. The the sea in your in your hair, and I'm sure you know all about that. Um, but I, the ship that I was sailing for had a a run in with some sort of enormous. Uh, eel-like thing out in the near the sea of storms and um, Finn smiles well we needed some repairs so we sort of hobbled our way into a a little little village uh that normally wouldn't be a place where we'd stop but we we got stuck there for quite a few weeks uh while the repairs were completed and i mean that's where i that's where i met a girl that's where, where I met Feline. So, and I mean, she was, I mean, the golden hair and the eyes like the southern sea. And when she Malachi, looked at like, you. Malachi, like, goes to put his hands over Finn's ears. <laughs> when she looked at you, I mean, it was like you and her were the only people in the world. And I didn't know why she was wasting her time with a washed up sailor like me, but... But she was, and so when my ship, when the repairs were completed, uh, I I stayed on shore. I stayed, I stayed with her. So um, was she or was she not batshit fucking crazy at this point? Well, well, uh, so she was. It was it was a bit like loving a hurricane. Yes, I mean it was it was. One day she'd be she'd be wild as the storm, and she'd want to to go swim for miles and to uh, set things on fire and and huh. <laughs> just be drink until we until we you know were dancing naked under the stars and <laughs> and then the next day she'd be calm as a summer's <laughs> yeah he sort of like <laughs> sees everyone's expressions and calms down a little bit um and the next moment she'd be calm as a summer's day and you know one one minute she'd be Staring out at the sea, she she used to stand on the beach and just stare for for hours on end, and then she'd, then you know, then she'd come back inside and cry in my arms, and and you reproduced with this. She had this. You, I mean, she was she was a <sighs> she was irresistible. Guys, and am I, I am I becoming my fucking mother? <laughs> am I? Oh my god! I'm just like my mother. Are you feeling manic? I mean, kind of always, but I do that. I don't know. It seems like she had a lot more zest for life than you do. All right, go fuck yourself, Finn. <laughs> uh, no, no, carry on. Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> well, and she she had this magic, right? This dragon blood, which I, based on the uh, the lightning and the thunder I saw earlier, and I, the wings. And the, yeah, the brief flash of wings, I, I suspect she passed that gift on to you. And the, the scales. <clears throat> yes, and the scales. <laughs> no, that's a separate thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
unrelated. No, he's just dry. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but she, I mean, when, on the good days, she was loving and funny and made me see a side to life that I never even knew existed. The trouble was that she got pregnant and... I mean, I was so, I think it might have been the happiest day of my life when she told me, but we had no money. I, what I'd earned from sailing was nearly dried up and no one in the village trusted her and they certainly didn't trust me. And so they, it was hard for either of us to get work and there was no, it was, we were subsisting all right when it was the two of us, but for a baby, it, it just, it wouldn't do. So I did. So wait. So, you did want me? Of course I did. Of course I did. Yes. I was so thrilled at the idea of, of a child that was mine and Feline's and that we could raise together. And I wanted to, oh, I wanted to, to show you how to, to show you how to, how to carve rocks and how to bring something beautiful out of them and how to, how to, Tie knots and... Oh, he's very good at that. Sail the seas and... Yeah. I'm good at knots. Yeah. Um. That's good. I'd like to say that's my blood, but I really, I don't know if I can claim that. So you, why didn't you raise him? So, as I said, there was no money. So when another ship came through, I... I went on it, I told Fialine I'd be back in a few months, and I would have earned enough golds that we could... That we could start a life for real... Except then, there were storms, and there were delays, and there were all the things that happen in the life of a sailor, and when I made it back a year later, she was gone. I... she was just gone. And I asked around in the village, and people said... People said that there'd been an argument, that, that she'd given birth, and the baby was healthy and beautiful, and everyone said that he... That he had her hair and that he was a boy. Um, I was actually born with a full beard. That's a fun fact. <laughs> so, yes, that's... But uh, only a few months after the baby had been born, Fialine got in, in an argument with one of the other villagers. And she... Apparently, what I was told is that she burned his house down and showed no remorse. Oh. And so... <laughs> showed no sign of, of wanting to pay recompense. And so the villagers told her she couldn't she couldn't stay any longer so she took her baby and she left and i i said surely surely someone must know where she went surely she'd have left word for me of where she was going but everyone said she'd left no no word that she'd just taken you and gone and nobody if they knew where she went they wouldn't tell me so i looked but arabrer is Erebrer is large, and the islands don't do so good with communicating with each other, and it's a great place to disappear if you don't want to be found, so I never found her. And eventually, I got to where my sailing days were done, and I came back to Marquan, as I'd always intended to do, and I went back to mining, and that's where I've been since. So I didn't... I didn't know if you were alive or where you were. I didn't know if Yaline was alive, but I... Yeah, she's not. Mm. Sorry. No, that's all right. It's already 
I've, I've already mourned for her. I mean, um, what, 20 odd years is kind of a blink of an eye for you, isn't it? Oh, not that much of a... We're, we don't live... We're not elves. It's like... You know, maybe not as much as it is in the lifespan of a human, but I, uh... I wish we could have had those 20 odd years. You have friends who know magic. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? I don't know. Reagan was able to find you. Were you? He, like, looks at you, Reagan. Like, what does this mean? Well, I thought that was pretty random happenstance. No, there was a scrying pool. Oh, that. So, I was I was playing around with a, a public phone booth, and uh, I looked for you just kind of out of morbid curiosity, and hmm. I got underground, and I was like, hmm. well... He was a dwarf, so I, I guess. Yeah. Didn't really. Uh, he sort of he gestures to the to the cave around you, and it's like that makes sense. I didn't look for you. I I never, never really. Uh, Why would you? Yeah, never really looked for you. It's kind of just, just kind of happened. Uh, your friends uh, recognized me, which is weird. <laughs> um, Funhouse mirror, like your friend said. Yeah, that's what that's what she was saying. You guys have those here. Fun houses? <laughs> yeah, fun houses. Oh my god, I would love to go to a carnival right now. <laughs> Great dwarven tradition. Um, Did Fialine tell you about me? Enough that I knew my name and that it was your name and where you were from, but not really beyond that. I mean, I was a kid when she... Uh, hmm. Well, it was it was kind of a it was kind of a mutual severance. Um, she kind of just walked out into the sea, hmm. and I was kind of just like, "Well, so got on the next ship that came through." Because what else am I going to do? And again, when you have a full beard when you're eleven, you know you can kind of pass for older. Um, hmm. And never saw her again. Uh, and she and she is the same public phone booth. Um, she's she's. She died, uh, mm. and you know you could say I got a lot of complicated feelings about it because uh, she, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad you guys had like your your, your summer loving thing going on, but she was a kind of a shite mother, mm. so it uh, probably probably would have been cooler if it was uh, if I got stuck with you. Um, yeah, I think leaving, regardless of what my what money my pride thought we needed, I do think leaving was the stupidest thing I ever did. And I've done a lot of stupid things, but that was... Ah, so it's genetic. The worst. <laughs> you shut your mouth! <laughs> uh, no, I'm... I'm sorry, Reagan. I wish... I should have. No, I... I then I get it. You, uh... You were doing what you thought had to be done. And hell, maybe you were right. I mean... And it just... Mm. Right to what? Leave? Yeah, to, to get us a better life or whatever. Hmm. So what are you going to do now? Well, right now I'm going to try and uh, re help fight the invaders who are crashing into my into my mine, which by the way, um, and he like he looks, he turns his attention kind of to you now, Malachi. And he's like, you, uh... I would love to mine you. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> but he does. He sort of, like, points points at one of the, like, gemstones on your arm and kind of, like, at the wall. And he's like, 
you, uh, where are you from? Um, well, I was born south of the ocean, but I was raised on Farian. Well, kind mm. uh, I have spent time in a few different places. Sure. Uh, Why are you looking at my cracks like that? <laughs> sorry, it's just that... So, when Thoric said that we have uh, things in Marquan that would be best protected from the Empire, uh, and he, like, he looks around... Um, Obviously, this is a secret that doesn't get talked about, but he, he like, leans in a little bit to you, and he, he goes, perhaps the most disastrous to fall into the Empire's hands would be that you know, generations back, when the, the founders of Marquan were digging deep into the mountain, they came upon a fissure that led... A uh, what? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Fisher, F-I-S-S-U-R-E. Oh, okay. Um, that led deep, deep into the earth. So deep that it 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 didn't turn into ocean. And it, so deep that it became another world. A uh, Balrog of Morgoth. <laughs> they found themselves in another world of earth and rock and gemstones. And the... Uh, I, I, I'm not much one for uh, planar theory or other other worlds, but the uh, the elemental planes I've heard them called. That's the real secret of Mark One. That's what we really uh, uh. the fact that we have a gate that leads to this other plane that some of the some of the minerals and the gemstones and the arcane minerals that we produce do not merely come from chipping them out of the rock. They come from trading with the people who live there, a lot of whom look quite a bit like you, young man. Like me? So that's why I asked. Like, yes. Has Malachi ever seen another Genasi? <laughs> you've seen other types of Genasi. You've seen, like, you know, You've seen at least one notable air genasi. You've seen water. There tend to be quite a few water genasi yeah. around. Um, but I think you maybe have like never encountered another earth or a fire genasi for that mm. matter. Um, they're pretty rare. And you, you've never met anyone who looks exactly like you. People have, have been there. Yes, it's a rather long and arduous journey. And as soon as, as unrest started, we blocked up the entrance and uh, moved away from it and kept it hidden. So even if we don't know, we, we do not know if, if Lithios knows that we have that here. But if they take Marquan, they will find out. Do all the dwarves here know about it? Not all of them, but quite a, a few of them. It's a hmm. open secret of sorts. Have you been? Once. A few years back, it was uh, just to the sort of the entrance where we trade with the people who live there. Um, but it was... Holy shit, Mal. It's hot down there. There's like rocks, the liquid rocks. It's crazy. Ah! <laughs> You've... Okay, so we're going to need to go to there? Uh, uh, right, but not right now. We need, we need to stop Lithios from getting to here to go to there. Right. Yeah. No, so we're going to... We're going to fuck Retval, uh... 
Well, maybe just kill him. Hey, I could... <laughs> I'm entitled to my opinion about what I'm going to do with that guy. <laughs> I whisper to Alden, wow, I really misjudged Reagan's relationship with Redfall. Oh, yeah, I forgot that Alden is also probably here. I don't know where else he would have gone. <laughs> oh, hey, man. <laughs> Alden's asleep. Alden is, like, dozed off, full gently bleeding. He's very good at listening quietly. It's what made him a good spy. So true. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so, so that's very interesting information to have because uh, we right. need to find somebody's that's mommy. That's more just uh, probably just a, a thing for the future. Um, it's also very interesting information for a lot of the people here to have in case anyone were to get extorted for information. Yeah, well, that's why Thoric didn't just want to tell you. Like I said, I've done many stupid things in my life. Maybe that was another one. I don't know. But you're my son. I feel like I trust you. Yeah, I feel like I trust you too. Malachi, like, gestures to himself, I'm rocks. And you seemed like maybe you deserve to know. Um, Holy shit, Mal. Wow, Regan, what if our families know each other? <laughs> That'd be fucked up, that would. <laughs> be fucking weird. <laughs> What if your mom is just living in my dad's basement? I don't like when you phrase it like that. Hey, many of us have lived in basements. Yeah, it's really, it's like a, it's like a portal. Anyway, that's the reason that, another reason beyond simply the, the mine itself, but why we really cannot let Marquan fall. Yeah, no, fuck um, no. The king of, the king of Erebrer does not know about this as far mm. as I'm aware, which I know it was a negotiated between Hefor and Anbara and whether they were going to tell him and whether they could trust that there were no spies in the court of the King of Erebrer and anyway, this is all all stuff that's mostly above me. Oh, there are almost certainly spies. That's what Einkill thought, so Alright. Um anything else in particular we should make sure to I mean we're gonna try and disable the drill, but should they attack again, where should they be steered away from? Hmm. Um Fortunately, they've busted in nowhere near it. It's like, I think perhaps the exact location, as you mentioned yourself, proprietary information that can be given out once we've uh, successfully dealt with the threat. Um, sure. But you mentioned cubes. Uh, yes, we did mine a few uh, weird <gasps> arcane cubes out of the rock. Yes. Oh. Um, they're up. What do you do with them? Yeah, I, we just saw we have them. They're not. It's not unusual for us to find uh, minerals with uh, strange arcane properties. So these these were of a the crystals for the crystals to form themselves into a perfect cube seemed like an odd thing. But we didn't think too much of it. Is this that's minerals? Has this been happening elsewhere? Um. Yes, and Redfall is very interested. Oh. That's good to know. I will advise. They are not Torek. natural. We've seen them form before. They're not natural mineral formations. Oh, fascinating. And they taste crazy. <laughs> Does this guy seem chill? Um, he hasn't lied to you. All he right. seems kind of horny, but like generally chill. You can make an insight check if you want to just get more about his vibes. Sure. Well, I don't know much about this man. It's going to be a 12. Yeah, he seems like maybe a little reckless, maybe not the person with the highest wisdom score in the whole world, but like he generally seems uh, on the up and up nice. and very thrilled to see Reagan. Wow, Reagan, you've got a great dad. I've got a great dad. Maybe if you guys both live through this. <laughs> I have finished Finn and Malachi's beers. Yes, that's fine. I'm stressed, okay? 
Alden, who again has not said anything, just gives you the rest of his. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Railthor stands up and he's like, I'm going to go advise Thoric to move the cubes into a safe. Malachi remains sitting so he can look eye to eye with you. Yeah, <laughs> he stands up, is eye to eye with most of you. Um, uh, Reagan, would you walk with me a bit? Yeah. Well, to go speak with Thoric? Yeah. Should, do we stay? Yes. Okay. That's what I was trying to, you know, smoothly do. Well, it. no, I um, didn't know if we should go talk to some. Go, 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 Reagan. <laughs> I, Malachi gives him that look like if you need us, call. Yeah, no, yeah. Reagan, Railthor, like, leads you back out into these tunnels, sort of walking, walking slowly in the way people do when the walk is mostly just an excuse to have a conversation. And he's like, I did. I. I am sorry. I know you. I'm glad that you're all right and you're here and that you you got yourself here. But I would have liked to have been there the whole time. Reagan just stops and then just breaks down like completely. Oh, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> no, it's a hey, it's all right. It's all right. He, he like pulls you in, which is like he's so much shorter than you. But he like <laughs> stretches his arms up and he's very strong for being like he's he's certainly a lot broader than you. Um, and so he's just like patting your shoulder and making kind of little like shh, like it's all right. It's all right. You're, you're here. You made it. Um. You do that for a bit. <laughs> Some really fucked up stuff happened. Uh, mm. And, uh... It tends to do that. And it, uh, it always felt like it was her fault. Um, mm. Because I'm just like her, I think. And, uh... This, uh... The guy with the drill. Um, when I was locked up or whatever. Not my fault. <sighs> Dad, I've killed a lot of people. Mm. Um... His grip, like, tightens a little bit. And, you know, I, I, she never taught me how to, uh, how to control it. And, uh, mm. and I, I hurt a lot of people and they put me away for a bit. And then he, right fall, um, like we said, he was doing, like, experiments and shit with people mm. who were like me. And Alden, uh, used to be. Um, and it got taken away from him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know fucked up isn't, like, the most descriptive thing in the world I could say, but, like, no, accurate, I got nothing though. better to say about it. It's fucked up. Mm. And, yeah, it was, uh, it was bad, and it was scary, and then, well, there's, there's dragons, um, out there. This is all kind of, like, coming out in, like, a disjointed rush <laughs> of, like, uh -huh. Tears and agony, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> there's there's dragons, and uh, they found me, and I got to I got to meet other people like me, uh, and you know people like uh, mom would have been or should have been, I guess, and uh, hmm. you know they taught me a lot, and and you know Finn and Mal are are great because they both you know they both have shit going on, and they don't really. Hmm. You know, they don't mind that I do too. Um, and so, so I, it got better, um, but it's, it's kind of like I, I can't really get away from it still. And now it's here and you're here and I came here because it was here, but then I found you and I, I don't know, I'm just experiencing a lot of things. And uh, of course, and I'm scared. Mm. He 
stays still for like a little bit after that, after you finish and sort of like lets you, waits until your like breathing calms down a little bit. And then he like pulls back and sort of holds your holds your arms uh, so he can look you in the like eyes. Like me holding my cat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so he can look you in the eyes and he's like, if you don't want to go to this drill and face this wizard, you don't have no, to. No I, one would begrudge. We could come up with another. I, I want to. I. All right. I gotta. And I'm gonna fucking punch his little rat bastard teeth into his face. There you go. You certainly are. And then, after that, you'll still have all of this, all of this life. You know, all of these. You, you said 20 years was like a blink of an eye to me, but it's really, it's really not. It's a long a long time, and it's a long number of years to find something to do with. Um, so you you kill this wizard, you come back here. And we carve rocks. Yeah. And we talk and drink and sing songs, and perhaps there's more of the ocean you want to see too still, but it's... Do I have siblings? No, but you have, you have cousins and aunts and uncles and uh some i mean some of the kids almost felt like my own you know while they were growing up um yeah i never i never had any other kids of my own but there's lots of other people around here that i'd love you to meet yeah i think i'd like that yeah and then we got oh jesus christ there's a fucking elevator to hell in here there's an elemental place what the fuck is up with that what's dad what's not hell there's it's just lava hell. there's just lava um, it's very it's, scary yes yes it is, but it's beautiful the jet i mean you think the gemstones we have here the gemstones they it's like colors that don't even exist oh my goodness i would love for you to see that as well um yeah no uh mal we don't, like, super know his deal, uh, but, like, you totally clocked him, like... Reagan's dad knows I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's gay, and, uh... He, uh, he hasn't super, like, come to... Like, I think he knows, but, like, I don't know what he knows. No, 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 but uh, the point being that his, 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 his mother, uh, he, you know, like... We all have weird mother situations, and I guess she must have been an elemental in order to make him what he is you know besides being just like abnormally tall mm. yeah so uh i don't know how must be other doors yeah i'm glad i i could tell that there was something he was looking for you know i uh, wanted to make sure i i don't again thoric probably wouldn't like that i just told a bunch of strangers our biggest terrifying secret but uh get just don't tell anyone and it'll it'll be fine uh, listen um there was something, if I could, if you don't mind, I'd like to give you something before you um, go to kill this wizard. Sure. Um, he, like, lifts lifts up his arms and, like, pushes back his sleeves. Um, and you see, and you probably have noticed them before, but he has these, like, these, like, leather bracelets. These, like, kind of, like, cuffs, almost, um, with, like bits of metal and gemstones inset with them, these kind of like thick, thick leather bands around his wrists. And he like holds up, holds up his arm to you, kind of like as if he's like holding a shield toward you or something. And it's like, go on, like punch my arm. <laughs> oh. Just, I'm demonstrating. Go ahead. 
You think you're man enough to take down your old man, do ya? <laughs> oh, this is male bonding. I'm going to wrestle my father. <laughs> do you want me to make an attack roll? Um, you can just say that you punch him. All right. I do not pull my punch. Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, you punch toward his forearm. Do you use your brass knuckles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you do, this, like, amber-colored force field, like, comes out from the bracelet and forms, like, a, a, like, translucent gauntlet over his forearm. Um, you punching with your brass knuckles and your, uh, you know, high level self, uh, punch past it and he goes, ow, okay, maybe not my, again, a lot of foolish things in my Sorry, life. sorry, sorry, sorry. I... <laughs> no, but, oh, but you saw that, right? These, um, and he like takes off the leather bracelets and like holds yeah, them. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't tell you I'm, I'm not only a sorcerer, I'm also like, I have an anger problem, and... Oh! Yeah! Yeah, yeah! yeah. I, uh, it's true. I'm bisexual. I, the sorcerers I've known are not so much with the punching, but oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, no, sorry, should have tipped you off. He, like, takes takes your arm and goes to put the bracelet on, and as he's fastening them on you, he explains, like, these are from... Uh, my father gave them to me before I set out to go do my sailing thing. Um, they... They do different things for everybody who owns them. They're supposed to... My father told me that they would bring out the best parts of myself, and I feel like they've done that. They're certainly useful for, you know, when people are punching people... Most people are punching my uh, forearms, which doesn't happen that often, but sometimes it's happened before. Uh, anyway, they, they, they're magical. They're meant to bring out who you are, um, and I, I want you to have them. Riggett bursts into tears again. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. He seems like you've... Not a no, it's up. been like 70 sessions and yes, I haven't no, had a good course. cry. <laughs> you, you, you definitely... This seems so warranted. <laughs> You're so valid, King. <laughs> um, Reagan, um, you are now in possession of the... As you feel them kind of like mold to your wrists. Um, the refining gauntlets... These are a pair of artisan-crafted gauntlets that look like thick leather bracelets with bits of metal and gemstones mined from Marquan woven into them. These gauntlets give a plus one to AC and are designed to enhance the skills and attributes their wearer already possesses. What follows are the attributes that the gauntlets gain when attuned to Reagan Starkweather. First, first attribute is called Powerful Warrior. While attuned to these gauntlets, you gain a plus one bonus to your attack and damage rolls with melee weapons. Two, born from the storm. While attuned to these gauntlets, you resist thunder as well as lightning damage. Additionally, you gain a plus one bonus to your spell attack rolls and spell save DC. Three, dragon blood. You gain the ability to sprout a pair of dragon wings from your back, gaining a flying speed equal to your current speed. You can create these wings as a bonus action on your turn. They last until you dismiss them as a bonus action on your turn. You cannot manifest your wings while wearing armor unless the armor is made to accommodate them, and clothing not made to accommodate your wings might be destroyed when you manifest them. Oh no! Them. <laughs> 
Um, and the fourth wow, and final. It's almost like they're made for <laughs> Very refined. The fourth and final attribute is called Arcane Berserker. When you use a bonus action to activate your rage, you may also spend two sorcery points to make it an arcane rage. In an arcane rage, you may cast and concentrate on spells, and you may apply your rage damage bonus to the damage rolls of your spells, as well as your <laughs> melee weapons. Hannah, I have intense romantic feelings for you. <laughs> wow, oh my god. Who knew this was all it took? Oh god, I'm about to be such a problem. Those are the refining gauntlets. Additionally, all of you over the course of this conversation um, may go ahead and take a short rest. Um, not a long I rest. I thought you I'm were sorry. about to say a level yeah. up. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Sorry, drinking beers <laughs> with my dad does not count yeah. as XP. It doesn't equate plunging into a uh, pool on the Lurker's Island and then getting showered with rain. Apologies. Um, so, um, Reagan and Railthor have that conversation in the tunnels. Um, he, he lets you take as much time as you need to cry it all out. And then he probably actually is like, I, um, I mostly just wanted you to walk with me so I could give you these. Uh, I, I, you don't need to come with me to talk to Thurik if you don't want to. No, no, yeah, no, I want to, I, I want to hang out with you. I mean, talk to him. Okay, great. Uh... We'll pick up your friends later. <laughs> um, so he he goes back out, um, and you see Reagan. Um, it's been like 20 minutes, half an hour, or whatever it's been. Marquan has not been attacked again. Um, when you come back up to the war room, you see that people are still kind of talking, figuring out what steps come next. Um, there seems to be more information now. There's like a map spread out, um, a, a map of the, the waters surrounding Marquan. Um, and you see that a space where the drill is has been like marked with a like brown X and then a bunch of like smaller like red X's around it um, representing submarines and ships and other things like that um, through some combination of physically going out there and looking and using magic, more information has been gathered about the, like, locations of these things. Um, Railthor explains to Thoric about the cubes and about, uh, how they're of particular interest. Um, Thoric sort of, like, widens his eyes a little and tells someone to basically go, like, get those cubes that we've had just lying around with all our other minerals <laughs> and put them in the, like, inside safe. Get the cubes from the pile. Yeah, exactly. Um, the rest of the the other two of you, uh, Finn and Malachi, um, Alden comes and kind of, like, he's he's been sitting, like, next to you guys, and he was, again, just, like, he, he was very quiet during the whole conversation. Um, but he, after, like, a few minutes after Reagan leaves, he kind of goes, like... So, oh, I can't... Oh, Alden, you're here. Yeah, hi. Yes, still here. Don't mind me. Um, I can't breathe underwater. Oh, we have... Sucks to suck, my man. <laughs> yeah. Reagan has a potion, I believe. Great. I was hoping... If he didn't lose... I don't know if he kept it in his bucket or where he might have put it, but I, th I hope he still has it. It's amazing how nothing ever falls out of that bucket. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll ask him about it. <sighs> So, uh, how are things with you? <laughs> yeah, you got any mystery parents that need dealing with? No, uh, my parents were pretty normal, actually. Um, mm. Yeah, every everything about my life was pretty regular, aside from the magic up until... Alden, regular guy, that's what I always say. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, bog standard. Perfectly normal guy, that's what they call me. Mm-hmm. 
It'd be nice for Reagan to have some stability, you know? Finn. He raises an eyebrow at you, Finn. Um, but in a, like, knowing way, rather than a, like, genuinely confused way. Um, you, I think both of you have, like, high enough insight bonuses to be able to tell that, like, he's... You know, he's like, he's, he's like peeled the label off the beer bottle and is sort of like worrying it between his fingers. Like he's, he's on edge. Hey, are you going to be okay with going onto this drill? Yeah, I'm good. Is that a lie? Oh, that's a great question. Um, and yeah, I guess, I, I guess the axe can't really pick up on nuances. So the axe would probably just call it a lie. Um, so yeah, your, your axe like goes off like, nope, (laughs) incorrect. I mean, that's sort of an impossible question, but is there anything that we can do? Uh... I... You don't... No, no, I... Just don't let me get captured and everything else will be pretty okay. Oh, don't worry, we won't. Yeah, can do. Great. Now, let's just remember, we're going there underwater. And I mean, as long as you're friends with me, that's that's a safe place to be. You know, I don't care what he brings to bear. I mean, we'll be able to get away if we need to. That's... You can't touch us if we go deep. Yeah, that's actually very encouraging. Can you manifest a sea monster? Is that like a thing you can do now? Uh, define manifest. I can think positively about sea monsters. (laughs) Well, I can do that too. And I can submit a request. (laughs) I I don't know, like, conjure sea monster. Wait a second, I do know summon aberration. (laughs) So, yes. Uh, so yeah, I can summon a sea monster. Not like a full-on kraken, but... Great. It's something. So we'll be good. Yeah. In fact, let me just make sure... Uh, and I'm gonna cast Summon Aberration on my spell storing ring. Oh. So that I have that in the tank. Nice. Okay. We'll be good. He, like, lifts his beer and kind of, like, clinks it against yours. If things get bad, just find the nearest fish and grab on. Okay. And, uh, you think Reagan is gonna... I think Reagan's gonna what? Once... Once we kill him. We're killing Reagan? No! What?! (laughs) Malachi, I knew it would come to this! <laughs> what are you talking about, Finn? Alden, get out of here! I'll hold him back! <laughs> hey! <laughs> you think you think him dealing the final blow is wise? Reagan? Oh. Do you, do you want it? I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, you guys could, like, rock, paper, scissors for it, maybe? Yeah. I don't especially care. Um, just seeing him. Is that a lie? <laughs> <laughs> that, this is true. Just seeing him dead, I feel like would do a, uh, well, I'm hoping will be cathartic. But I, if Reagan wants to kill him, I don't know. I don't see any. Reagan deserves it. Oh, for sure. I mean, you both, you both deserve to kill the guy. Yeah. A lot of other people do too. But you're gonna, you guys would tell us, right? If after you need. Like if I need a hug? I don't know. Or a soda. <laughs> Malachi kicks some dirt. <laughs> um, I I appreciate it, Malachi. We this is uh unfamiliar territory, so we'll see. Let's just yeah. hey, if you guys want me to kill him, I can do that. That would also be great. Oh what? Oh, that's on the table. I'd like to kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can kill him too. Maybe we can all take a limb and pull. How how many components do we have on us? Can we bring him back multiple times? <laughs> First revivify in the campaign. Hey, I can cast my first revivify on this bitch if you guys want to kill him again. <laughs> um, yeah, but none of us. Yeah, as long as Finn's up, we can get out of there, and I'm Finn staying up. So, yeah, great. I trust you guys. Also, uh, just in case we don't, uh huh. I think that maybe you and Reagan should uh 
Malachi, I'm not a mind reader. Malachi, Malachi, I don't know if we should, I don't know if this is the moment, I don't know if this is appropriate. Then cover your ears. I know what you're talking about. I don't. Well, I guess I'm not talking about premarital sex. You're not saying that you should do that, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I put a ring on it first. (laughs) He like leans forward and like puts his his chin in his hand and is like. I think "Mm -hmm." that you and Reagan are important to each other in similar ways, and I think. Reagan's made that very clear, but also made it seem a bit like it's a bit of a laugh, you know? But I just want to let you know he's serious. Great. Thanks, Malachi. And I... You're not so sneaky. What's his last name? Does he have a last name? I don't know. I don't think you know his last name. <laughs> You're not so sneaky, uh, Alden. <laughs> Did you forget his name, Malachi? No, I just... I would have said his last name, but I don't know if he has one. Oh, I don't have a last name. Yeah, so just Alden is good. Ooh, that's cool. What do you mean you don't have one? He's like Fabio. Not everyone has last names. Maybe he's like Beyonce. (laughs) In so many ways. (laughs) That's what I'm always saying. But also, just so you know, I I care about both of you, but I care about Reagan more. So if you do anything wrong, I'm going to kill you. Not kill you. (laughs) I can't believe I'm getting a shuffle talk now. Well, I just want to lay things out before anything gets going, and I can adjust as necessary. I need a plan. <laughs> oh, excuse me? Are you laughing? No, no, no. Go on. This is all very sane. While Malachi's talking, I whisper to Alden, you could ignore like 30% of this, I think. I actually, I'm a, I find this sort of sweet, I have to say. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, because if you fuck with him, then yeah, like you'll drown. Reagan's had a lot of shit to deal with in his life, and I know that you have as well. But frankly, if you cause any more shit. Yeah. Frankly, I'm surprised that Malachi, unless unless they did, but I was gonna, I'm surprised that Malachi is beating Nell to doing this to Reagan. So, <clears throat> I spend a lot of time thinking about unique and inventive ways to kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. I'm really stressed out about this, Alden. So you need to be on your best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> he like laughs and claps you on the shoulder and is like, "Got it, best behavior." But don't uh, be a prude. We're going, that'll, that's a thing to worry about once we've uh, saved this city and the portal to another realm, apparently. Yes, please, please don't make any moves until you, uh, we are. Unless there's like a dramatically appropriate moment. Yeah, thank you, Finn. I mean, unless one of us is about to die, then I guess maybe you should say something, but. Um, Actually, oh, wait, why would one of us dying mean he has to make a move on Reagan? Not <laughs> us, us as in the group of the four of us. Just because you want to see? <laughs> well. <laughs> Like, oh man, can't miss that. At this point, yeah, I'll admit I'm a little invested, but. I mean, I guess I'd like to think that if I was dying, then that would be the main thing people were focusing on. So, yeah. At this point, it's it's it it's at this point that Railthorn Reagan like come back. Oh, um, uh, Malachi like pushes Alden away from him. We were just talking about Finn's fishes and the minerals in these walls. It's pronounced Fisher. Malachi's axe, your axe is like pinging in your head. That was a lie. <laughs> shut up, shut up. Um, cool. Okay. So you all, you all have taken your short rest. Um, you head back out to like the, the main war room. Um, and Einkill and Hefor like explain to you what the various actually frankly Einkill's probably out being a bard um so Anbera and Hefor will like explain to you the map and like this is the intel we have about where things are um it's kind of up to you guys how 
I, I think, like, Hefor just, like, straight up kind of, like, looks at the four of you and is like, do you have a plan for how to not get killed before you get there? It's called being level 11. I kind of have more like a, sh- a shopping list. Um, do we have, uh, obviously this is like a, a, a mining community and I know mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes. Oh, that explains it. Right. No, that's what, that's why they're, they, they're building down, not up. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything in the neighborhood of explosives? Such as uh, dynamite, uh, C4, or ideally, do you have any rocket-propelled grenades? Rocket-propelled grenades, no. But we do have explosives. Do you need them to be the kind that work underwater? Ideally, yes. Okay, we've got a few of those. Um, yeah, we can, we can get you some of that. And I think that it could be beneficial if we were to, you know, say, for example, have a... Uh, like a ballista uh, that was able to fire underwater explosives and uh, we were perhaps able to, you know, do a a ranged explosive assault. uh. Do you have any healing potions? Yeah, that too. Hmm. Let's finish with the ranged explosive assault first. Um, uh, how, How far does the range need to be? Are you thinking of being like all the way like outside of their threat zone and then shooting an explosive in, or is this to create a distraction? What's the what's the goal? I'm thinking like a hundred feet, and I'm thinking ideally we just fire from behind. You know, I mean that's the the perk of being incredibly aquatically adept at Finn is that if he just circles all the way around behind he's not even gonna be seen at all he won't ping their defenses just launches something so finn circles around behind launches an explosive we don't have enough explosives to just blow up the drill we can probably punch a hole in the side but then you're going to have every all the attention of the fleet on you do you think you can move fast enough um yeah maybe I'm going to be straight with you. Ma- Malachi normally does the planning. Well, if we punch a hole in the side of the drill, isn't that sort of mission accomplished? Yeah, because... You know, I don't I don't think it'll still work after that. I mean, he's a wizard. He he must have some sort of... Oh, yeah, right. ...plan in place for water getting into his underwater contraption. I don't know, maybe we should do this stealthy. Alden nods, and he's like, I was going to suggest doing it stealthy. We did fuck up his uh, little tower pretty well when we were being stealthy. Oh, babe, I want a rocket-propelled grenade. I feel like, what if we launch the rocket-propelled grenade at, like, one of the other submarines? Or at the fleet. Or at their, sh- yeah, at their ships that are above water. Yeah. Their normal ships, as one likes to say. They're above-water <laughs> submarines. Then they're looking up there, they're not looking at us. If they're focused on a surface-level attack, they might not be as prepared for us to board the drill. Railthor's like, we could certainly do a surface-level attack while you're getting into the drill. That's, we could send some of our warriors to... And I mean, I could, I have, you know, you might say some mastery over water. I mean, if we're trying to attack the normal ships to make a distraction. We want to bring the drill down as far into the ocean as we can, I think. Since we'll be able to breathe down there and should anything happen to them, they can't. Also, they need to be as far away from help as possible. Okay. So, rocket-powered... It won't be rocket-powered. We've got, like, a big slingshot. Slingshot explosives at the ships, and 
you try and get to the drill. You'll have to find a door or something. Or a window. Or teleport. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. All right. This seems doable. Um, Hefor kind of like calls out and he's like, can we get just like a, a bunch of explosives? Just a, a large amount and also one of those big slingshots. Um, and you see people are, are sort of scurrying around looking for them. Um, healing potions. We can get you a couple of those too. Let me see what we've, we've been using a lot of them on injured people, but... No, that's fair. Uh, this is important. We'll see what we can spare. Um, they can rustle up to greater healing potions, which they will hand to you guys to distribute as you see fit. Uh, Regan has one on this person, so fit an Alden. Okay. Um, you, you get your healing potions. You see these other dwarves, like, bring up this, uh, <laughs> these charges of dynamite from, uh, somewhere. Um, like a, a closet somewhere. <laughs> um, Classic closet dynamite. And they, like, start taking it up as, as the plan gets explained. They start taking it up through the tunnels to, like, the higher vantage points, because Marquan, right, is this, like, large hunk of rock that, like, goes up. So they basically go up to the very top where they will be able to kind of, like, shoot down at the fleet of ships where the the Lithios forces that retreated are currently doing their own short rests um, and, like, planning their own, presumably planning their own next assault on Marquan. But at this point, just like a little bit over an hour after the first attack was repelled, um, you see all of these dwarves and everyone go up. Meanwhile, the rest of you, um, Reagan Alden kind of like puts his like elbow on your shoulder and is like, do you have a water breathing potion? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. They were a little bit, your friends were a little bit worried that maybe it fell out of your bucket. <laughs> My bucket. What the fuck did they tell you about my bucket? Because my bucket is incredibly high quality. And just because it, it's a, hey, uh-huh, just because of the open mouth, it seems like it could lead things everywhere. It's... No, no, it has a lid. I put a lid on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Genius. I did steal it from a haunted well, though. Wow. Anyways. Uh... Oh, yeah. I remember the whole haunted well incident. I heard about it. I rifle through my pockets. Uh, this is... No. Weed. Uh... Not helpful right now. Water breathing, water breathing. There we go. Thank you. Later, later though. We should, uh. Maybe after. <laughs> let's, yeah, after we can hang out. Yeah. He takes it and your hands like overlap on the bottle for a second <laughs> um, before he takes it and puts it in his pocket. Is he doing that with intent? Do I register it? Make an insight check. Malachi's <laughs> watching from afar with binoculars made out of his ha- made out of Finn's hands. <laughs> Insight 19. Ooh. Malachi, I can't see over your hulking shoulder blades. What's happening? Oh, here. Malachi gives Finn Malachi gives Finn binoculars with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, Malachi and Finn are too far away to pick up anything, but Reagan, it feels like he huh. like lingered longer. Like he like kept his hand there while you guys were having a conversation about the weed. Um, which was not necessary to do. Huh. Wonder what that means. <laughs> Actually, Finn wargs into Nurgle as Nurgle is like circling overhead <laughs> above them so we can get a really good look. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What do you see? What do you see? Nurgle's making helicopter noises and we're getting the live stream from the, from the <laughs> air. <laughs> Malachi, all you get from out of Finn's mouth right now is, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, I knew it. <laughs> um, yeah, so the like outlet and inlet from that pool is far too small for a person to fit through. It'd be too much of a a security risk if it was big enough for a person. But 
there is like another sort of like side passage, um, like a, a kind of back entrance to the mountain um, that seems like less people know about and that also goes like directly into the ocean. Um, Railthor kind of like takes you guys around and down to basically let you out this semi-secret back door that's probably not being watched. Um, he like claps, claps each of you on the shoulder and is like, good luck. Um, and then Reagan, he like pulls you into a hug and he's like, good luck, son. I'll see you. I'll see you in a little bit. Thanks, dad. Oh, never say that. <laughs> um, and you all, the, the four of you sort of quietly splash into the water. Um, as you start to swim over in the direction where you've been told the drill is, um, you can see that there is this this massive drill just resting on the bottom of the ocean. Um, around it are three submarines, um, these like very rudimentary looking um, crafts that are clearly held together by magic rather than by uh, entirely science but they also are like they're they're plated with metal they look vaguely similar to like what we think of when we think of as submarines um and they're sort of clearly patrolling the waters around here you can also see above you the shadows of ships of this this relatively small fleet um that has come to take marquan uh as we're swimming towards it i'm sending out a constant telepathic beacon of I need everyone ready for action. Oh, what kind of action? I'm not entirely sure yet, but oh. further instructions will follow. A rave? <laughs> Maybe. Wow. The fish are on alert. I love this fish that knows how to rave. It's an electric eel. <laughs> True. Um, you see, see the shadows of the fleet above you. Um, and as you start to approach, you see a like, you're, you're too deep underwater to hear anything, but all of a sudden there is like this uh, fiery explosion just above the surface of the water. And then a little bit, li like a, a few seconds later, um, this sound, this distant boom comes rippling through the water toward you. Um, all the fish go, whoa, that is action. Um, as you see a few more- Yeah, that means it's starting. Explosions and activity happening up above and you see the submarines like sort of start to drift up toward it um, as if clearly that's that's where the greater threat is. The four of you, especially kind of cloaked by the power of the lurker, seem at least thus far to be going unnoticed as you swim down toward the drill. Um, that's where we will end our session for tonight. Yeah. Diggy diggy hole. <laughs> True. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that, which we most certainly hope you did, you can find us other places on the internet. We are at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Or you can swim on over to patreon.com slash ship of fools if you'd like to support the show, support our artistic creation, um, and get access to a lot of fun bonus content. Um, again, that's patreon.com slash ship of fools. We really appreciate each and every one of you who listens but we double appreciate each and every one of you who subscribes over there um 
We have some people we need to thank. Thank you, as always, to Theo Golden for our logo art. You can find him at tgoldenart on Instagram. And thank you also to Lucas Mangold for our beautiful theme music. You can email him if you'd like it, lucascarlmusic at gmail.com. We will see you with our next episode um, on April 18th. And until then, we will see you on the open seas. Goodbye. Dad, I've killed a lot of people. Mm. Um, His grip, like, tightens a little bit. And... <laughs> Not in a violent way. <laughs> Cracks his neck. Citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs>